Hasbro Pulse Fan First Friday just finished, and we want to talk about some of the announcements that were made, including the two new Dino Fury Power Rangers. So I'm Rhino. I'm Ken. And we are the Podcast Rangers. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the show again. I am Rhino, as always, joined by Ken. Hello. And as I said in the intro, uh, today is Friday, October 30th, and Hasbro has done a Pulse Fan First Friday, and it was Power Rangers themed this week, and we got a look at uh, a bunch of things, actually. Um, It was more than just... uh, just to show off of some figures that we already knew were coming. It was uh, some announcements about Dino Fury. We saw some new types of toys that are on their way. It was a lot of stuff. It was, uh, it was, was an interesting thing as much as they had. Like, no, I into it with maybe the lightning stuff pictures and then yeah, the cast announcement, but then they had a bunch of other stuff. So it was kind of neat. Well, let's just dive right in. We'll just go through the individual sections here. Uh, so we had Paul and Emily. I know Paul is from entertainment. I don't I don't remember what Emily did. She had something to do with product management, I, I believe, from Hasbro. And they were the hosts of the events. And I am convinced that Paul might actually be the person who controls the Twitter account for Power Rangers. But I'm not 100% sure. But I, that's the vibe I was getting from him. It's similar that. in tone. Yes, yeah. Um, like somebody who definitely knows their stuff more or less, but also is like has fun with it. Um, so um, it kind of all started, and because this is the day before Halloween, they did uh, they did this weird top five Halloween episode countdown, um, which was uh, at number five. There was Beast Morphers, Hypnotic Halloween, which I do think is a fun episode. There was uh, at number four, Super Ninja Steel, Monster Mix Up. At number three, they had Dino Supercharged, Trick or Trial. And at number two, they had Power Rangers, Samurai, Party, Monster. And number one was Mighty Morphin, Life's a Masquerade, which is the episode not with Pumpkin Rapper, which is I, what I thought they were counting down to. It's the one with the Frankenstein monster. Yep. So what a weird list. Also, I feel weird that four out of the five Halloween episodes were all post, you know, are all Nickelodeon era shows. And then they were like, we're throwing Mighty Morphin for good measure. And I was like, I'm actually kind of shocked you didn't have this or like any of the monster, like the Lord Zed Halloween episodes or anything like that. I, I don't know, but. I, I don't really know these other episodes, really, except for the Beast Morphers one, which I said I did enjoy. So maybe they're good. I don't know. Have you seen any of them? I think I may have seen the Samurai one, um, just because I think it had its own individual DVD release or something. I don't remember. Mm-hmm. Um, I, yeah, I, don't I think it did. All what it was. So that should tell you kind of like indication of not necessarily quality, but just lasting impact. Well, they also alluded to, was it Samurai where there's like a hollow, they said there was like a, a Halloween Galactic Senate or something. I Maybe yeah. that's, and I was like, what? Is that a continuing thing? Like, did they, was that part of that same episode or was that something else? No, it because they were also seen in Dino Supercharged because that was the trick or trial had to do with something to do with that. And I was like, oh, this, this is like a continuing thing. I don't know how I feel about this. Um, 
That, but that's been the thing of late. Like Beast Morphers is really kind of the first one to break that of that. Basically, every year there was a Halloween and a Christmas special. And then uh, Beast Morphers first. The first season had both. But the second season utilized those two extra episodes to actually add more episodes, which was nice. Um, albeit they were out of order production wise, but um, they aired in order. So it didn't matter. Um so once we were done with that randomness, um, they they told us that the Lightning Collection would open at 1 p.m. Eastern. And as of recording this, it has opened. Um, and then they went in to show us more of the stuff from Hasbro PulseCon. So they actually had like the figures with them. Emily had them. Um, and they started with the two Versus packs. So we got our first look of the actual finished or at least the prototype finish of the SPD B squad versus a squad blue Rangers. And what did you think of this? Um, I, well, I think the, I think these are factory samples because it has the figure stamp thing on the head of the human yeah. faces. Like that's what she was saying about hers, um, which I've seen for like the Marvel ones also. Um, so these are pretty much close to done, if not done. Like, this is what they'll look like. Um, the blue set is fine. I, as much as I love SPD and I like the, the idea of like the A squad stuff, like, this is not a set that I felt like I needed to get immediately. If mm-hmm. anything, it might be one of those things where A, we see those figures again somewhere else, right? Uh, because oh, that's yeah, been par for the course for these two packs, which is not surprising really. Um, I think Marvel is the only thing they do with the two packs where those figures don't pop up again, but uh. I don't I don't necessarily need that like the the blue SPD and and that blue um, a squad like I'm just like I I can do without it like either they're going to do a full set of SPD stuff later on somehow uh, or a full squad of the a squad or a full set of the a squad. Yeah, it, it like does seem a little weird considering that, I mean, maybe they hadn't, obviously they probably hadn't had actually thought out being like, the deeper we go, the more that people will buy. And so they, they, cause Doggy Kruger, you know, that Shadow Ranger was one of the first, um, one of the first, I think he was in the first, uh, yeah, wave. Yeah, the first figure and, I bought. Yeah, and so it, it's one of those where like he came and then we had, uh, the Red Ranger, um, not you know about halfway through all of that and then recently we had the omega who came with his vehicle and um you know uh doggy kruger and uh the omega ranger don't need like another part to them there's no like counter to them really so it's like they've already released the one ranger so it's like what do they do does every spd ranger now come with the two pack i don't know you know the whole thing is it's supposed to be this i like the idea of the versus packs i'm not i'm not i'm not adverse to it um but i yeah it seems like uh for people i know people out there really like spd it's just one of those that it's not for me i have a couple episodes of it left and i'm not like i like bridge and uh no wait yeah, Bridge is the Green yeah. Ranger, right? Yeah, buttery. I like I like I like him, yeah, buttery. And um I don't dislike them. It's just for me this is a season that it's a lot of it's a lot of noise. It's a lot of a lot of explosions, a lot of noise, a lot of these transitions. It was Disney really pumping it over the top. Um but it also is its own distinct season too, which mm-hmm. is nice. So I I get why people do do really enjoy it. I'm just I'm not season. against it 
like when I was getting back into watching it, it was like first when Netflix got them all and I was Mm -hmm. like catching up on older stuff. And that was a season I watched entirely like while I was running at the gym, like just throw it on my phone and just run while watching episodes of that. And so I have an affinity for SPD just because that's one of those things that got me like really back into watching them like heavily. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I don't like, I don't like the SPD blue ranger. He's like a jerk, but um, like just, I I like how I like that the show has a thick, it has its own like really big universe that it taps mm -hmm. into instead of it. it, You know, it, it took that opposite approach of being like, you know, let's like Dino Thunder. I know that it, it taps into the larger universe, uh, the universe at large with like Tommy and his history with like Anton Mercer and Mezogog and, and that sort of stuff. But that also feels very small because it all takes place like within this town, even though it's a worldly thing. But it's them keeping secret identities. Range SPD is very big. I mean, they are the protectors of Earth. They are like it's a big campus. There's no secret identity. So I do respect it for having its very own. It's very own thing. It's just one of those where I'm like, that's not my favorite, but I also I get it. Like it it has this idea of like we've seen seasons previously that were supposed to be in other galaxies or be in space, but you always saw the Rangers interacting with like regular people rather than mm-hmm. SPD is the like one of those kind of things where they heavily went into like there are aliens that are living side yeah. by side with them that they're interacting with and everybody is like treating it as normal. So it gives that feeling of like this is the future of this stuff, um, yeah. which I think is is really interesting. But. Um, so yeah, so they have they have those figures coming. I know people will be excited. I know in the chat during the the thing, there was a lot of people saying they never would have ever expected to to see this kind of happen. It's so a squad ranger, right? That's the weirdest yeah. thing. Yeah, getting the a squad ranger. So. Um, but the the next set we got to see was the one that is like, oh, I know I'm going to order this. And I really have to say, I feel like they really did kind of knock it out of the park. That's the in space mm-hmm. Red Ranger versus Astronema. And it, it, it just looking just at the Red Ranger first here, even though Astronema is clearly the piece, the, the piece de resistance that we really have been desperately wanting um, is like the I think the there's something about the paint on his suit that I think looks really good, but his head sculpt is fantastic. Um, it, it might be one of the best ones they've done. Yeah, I think it it's really close. There are some shots of the figure where it looks slightly off, like he has a this kind of like Robert Zadar chin thing going on, like his jawline, but like every other time it looks really, really good. Yeah, um, and I, I mean, I... I th- Anyway, and then you have Astronema, and she, I think, looks really good. And uh, what's cool about her is when she kind of, like, flipped her around while she was showing us, you saw it, too, is that ha- the hair has some, like, gradient to it, which was kind of yeah, unexpected. That was, like, the thing I messaged you. I was, like, the gradient on that hair is awesome. Because, like, the thing with Astronema's hair, aside from, like, the wigs or, like, the, like, vibrant different colors, like, there were aspects where her hair had some sort of, like, transition. Like, it's, like, not luminescent, but it has this distinct feel to it. So it goes from that purple to blue and it's like that aqua blue. Mm -hmm. So really, really gorgeous look. And like you rarely see colors like that utilized, especially for like these sorts of toy lines. So I was really excited about that. 
Yeah, and I the the interesting thing about this two pack is I I was saying that um this is one I can definitely see them selling again and separately because Astronoma Astronoma is kind of in her what what I always call it like more of her like fighting garb, but she had more than one like main outfit and not to mention the fact that she has a million wigs and they they make, you know, they were kind of joking around and saying like uh like Paul was saying you know, they could just do literally a pack of lightning collection wigs with like the stumps or whatever. And then he said, give me the give me the lightning collection like wig for people to wear, <laughs> which yeah. I thought was great. But um, but that is kind of true, like because you you think like once she's brainwashed, she has the short hair and has the the thing on her the side of her face. And I'm like, you could do another figure and it comes with those head molds, you know, um, and, and that would be kind of cool. But also that figure could have the Corone head with it. And that way, when they finally get to Lost Galaxy Pink, you could have that Corone head to be able to use for uh, the Pink Ranger if you want to swap it out from Kendricks and stuff. But I also think that they could do a red in Space Ranger, like Battleizer one. Literally, I don't think they'd really have to do anything to the mold. It's just about adding the wings, adding joints, like peg holes in the back for the wings to connect. And, you know, the the thing with doesn't he have stuff on his feet maybe he doesn't he has like the the stuff he steps into but i thought that was the first time they had like the weird abs in the suit like it was he he was uh it's because the suit's rubber so it went it it was the first so time there was a rubber power or something with uh the ranger body like it was like eh. out. i don't know i i i think maybe he only had the wings though i mean i don't think the worst i think the toy had something to do he with the has, feet but I, he, he didn't has, um like different feet, like different boots. I'm looking at um, He does. He steps into something. So I think they're attached to the wings, though. Uh, yeah. Well, you'd you'd need the hand for the uh, for his uh, for the battleizer too, and everything like that. And so, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I see the the like boots. He's got the things on the side of his legs. I forgot about too. Is the it, it like, looks like the superhuman samurai like suit with those legs oh and i completely forgot the chest you could see through the chest um into like the machinery or whatever so um so yeah i guess you'd have to do a little bit with the actual body but you already have the head the head and everything but um no so i i think honestly i think they both look great he comes with his spiral saber and obviously she comes with the what's what's really cool is i was thinking because she has a really cool effect um for the end of her like staff is that we have the Zordon figure. Now we can literally have the battling scene their their ultimate battle at the end of uh countdown to destruction, like with the little sad Zordon in the background mm-hmm. and use that effect that she has is like the thing that breaks his shield. Um, and I will 100% be recreating that. And then if we get an ecliptor figure somewhere, that would be wonderful. So that was the thing I messaged you. Like they were, so the two hosts were framed with these like villain, uh, like regalia, like yeah. just a design thing. And I'm like, we have most of the villain figures either announced for release or they're out. And the other ones that were on there, I'm like, you have Scorpina, you have a Like I want those figures, like just announce them. I think the hard part is like, so the monsters figures, um, which we're going to talk about next too is is that because uh, we got our first look at those and those are bigger. Those are the eight inch collection, yeah. um, and that's you know we we were saying because that way it can be both like big enough for them to be like with the the figures, but also like with the Megazord and not look too too out of place or something like that. But um, 
the interesting thing about those is that like Goldar, Lord Zed, Astronomer, these are six inch in the villain figure line. So mm-hmm. I don't think so. Those are villains, though. And I, so I think monsters very specifically only is going to be like monsters of the week. Mm-hmm. But they did ask in the chat, like, what are other monsters that you want to see? Because I was like, oh, Scorpina. But then I don't want Scorpina. You, they could do an eight inch Scorpina as when she's her monster form. Yeah. But I, th- but Scorpina needs to be a six inch lightning figure. Um. So I don't. I don't think monsters will be like all all the villains in that. I I think like the big bads will stay in the other one. Because I'm like, what about Rito? I I think Rito needs to be the same size as Goldar. And I'm wondering if we're gonna get another Goldar in an eight inch set or not. But my guess is monsters is really sticking to like the monster of the week. Um. Which and is like fine. the like, yeah, I'll, and that's that's thing. really what I feel like it should be. So I'm not gonna complain. But. Um, but we did get our first look at King Sphinx, um, like a finished King Sphinx, supposedly finished King Sphinx, because I, I saw the, the King Sphinx in the pumpkin wrapper photos and like the, these four lightning collection packs here. The, I saw these photos right before it started. And I was like, like two oh, hours before. And that, yeah, I was like, this is ridiculous. There's no paint on King Sphinx's face. No, um, which is crazy weird because his eyes are red. Like they they got the little bitty like his eyes are red, um, and it's like all they had to do. Not even in his mouth. All they had to do was just add one spot on the tip of his nose, just a nose. little black spot. And uh, yeah, the inside of his mouth should be black too. Well, so you had sent me the the pumpkin wrapper stuff beforehand. And I was like, well, that doesn't look done. Like I was like, there's there's something off about this, and. I had a problem with his hands and and things like that, but you were like, he has no paint on the inside of the pumpkin, like cutouts. And I was like, Oh yeah. But they made a, they made a big point about the fact that the pumpkin wrapper had a wash on it. And I'm like, cool. You did the wash, but you couldn't do the like one color that you need for. Well, the thing, the thing is, I I think King Sphinx actually looks worse than the, the, I I think they both generally look good. I'm like, the thing with Sphinx, though, is that he doesn't really even have any shading to him. He's got lining for like his muscles and stuff, but there's okay. a lot more shading on him in the actual show and in like depth to him. But like he does have a black nose um, and they were just like, oh, we're not going to pay his face. If you do look really closely, like if you rewatch the pumpkin wrapper episode, the pumpkin wrapper it, it, it it's not actually painted on the inside of his mouth or his eyes. Um, it it's it looks like that because the Funko Pop is like that, and like the renditions are in the shadows. But if you look really close, his mouth is definitely not black on the inside, and his eyeball is the same color. But it it does need that little bit of dark shading. Like to, when I look at the photos, like really really close. Um. Oh my god! I just saw somebody do a cosplay of that. That's awesome. Um, you can see the mouth is not does not have black paint in it. Um, right. It should be a darker orange at least. But the toy like that they showed, it does not look dark enough. No, 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 no. I, I, I do agree. So it feels a little off. But I, I do think I think the pumpkin wrapper looks better than than the Sphinx. Yeah. But, but the figures are surprisingly big. Like I knew it was going to be like, oh, it's yeah, just two inches bigger. I guess that 
that was a lot more than I thought. I was thinking just like slightly larger, but when she held it up, I was like, oh, that's like a, a beefy figure. They kept saying dummy thick. Um, yeah. But I was like, okay, I'm actually like really into this, this figure, you know? Um, and, and we, the thing that I really liked was that for the pumpkin wrapper, she showed the pumpkins like on her pink ranger. So, and then they were mm-hmm. like, oh, and they can go on the putties and stuff too, because I bought the putty two pack, even though I had the Tommy fighting spirit one, because I was like, well, I want a couple of just a couple of putties, but I'm not going to do that for like the Z one. I don't think, but, but when it came but, in, you, you sounded like you regretted purchasing. You're like, why did I buy these? Well, it's just like one of those where I was like, I don't even have space for it right now. So why do I have it? But then now that the pumpkins can go on it, I was like, I'm super happy. I have like a whole new figure. Yeah. Yeah. That's basically how I feel about it. So I'm like, oh, I'm pretty happy now. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I I mean, overall, I feel like I'm pretty excited for them. I mean, I'm going to put a little dollop of black paint on the edge of Sphinx's nose, though, for sure. I'll probably paint his mouth and stuff. Um, yeah, I mean, and I haven't done that honestly, for any I'll of them probably, yet. I'll probably do a full wash over him because the fact that like his muscles and stuff like that, like his yeah. abs also like his entire torso, aside from like the eye seems unpainted, like unfinished. Yeah, and it's like that pale gray plastic, right? Which when like, you look at the amount of detail that's on the actual suit, they did the wash on his wings. That's the other egregious thing. Like his wings have a really nice wash across them on the figure, but none of the rest of his body. And it doesn't make any sense because it's so pronounced everywhere else. It's kind of a shame too, because I think the sculpt is fantastic. Like it, I think they did just a great job of the actual figure, like creating the figure itself. And then it's just kind of like, they kind of like didn't, go all i don't know is it because i feel like it's being rushed out or is it a budgetary thing like the maybe but these are these are i mean i pre-ordered they're retailing for 30 dollars, so it's like for 10 extra bucks i mean i I mean i get i mean don't get me wrong i do i think the lightning collection i'm not trying to nitpick too much um i'm not one of those people who's like oh it's a little like i think they for for the 20 dollar price point they've been doing a fantastic job Mm -hmm. um overall you know every now and then one one you get a little bit of a head scratch or you're like, Hmm, why did they do that? Um, but like the majority of them are great. Uh, and I don't want to be that person who's always spitting in the face, but never celebrating when they do anything like great, you know? Right. Um, and, but I agree. I, it's I, just a head scratcher. Why not just literally just not the nose. Why not just do the nose? <laughs> when the announcement for these got leaked months ago, I was very excited about the King Sphinx, like to the point where I think you were just like, I don't know if we need another King Sphinx, like, or it's weird that they're using yeah. like pumpkin wrapper again, but like, I love how these look. And I, again, I have this like fondness for King Sphinx as being like my first like monster figure, even though it was a micro machines thing. So I want a really nice one. And it just, it bums me out that it seems unfinished, but I still pre-ordered it because I'll fix it. Because that sculpt is really, really gorgeous. My guess is too with the monster line that's going to really stick to a lot of like Power Ranger monsters because those kind of repeated here and around um, mm. quite a bit. And uh, so, like you saw them, like even in the clips they were showing, we saw like Lord Zed had a lot of the Mighty Morphin monsters come out of the graveyard and stuff like that. And so, it's it it, it, it you know you I didn't even realize how often we actually saw them. You know, so it's mm-hmm. it's it's kind of an interesting thing where I'm. You know, you think of others like 
I, I don't not remember what other villains look like, but I think it was the repetitive like Power Rangers. Also, Mighty Morphin was on repeat so much like we don't really have a day and age of repeats as much as we used to mm-hmm. um, where like Power Rangers was on six days a week and it was, uh, you know, you got reruns and that sort of stuff. And like TV doesn't really work that same way anymore. So I think that that's also the kind of drilled into like our generation's memory a lot differently. Um, but yeah, I I I. I this makes me very hopeful to be like, where are you going to go next with this? You know? Well, I mean, we're um, going to have to get the the pig and I'm just thinking like how they can package that. And I think they're probably going to do what they did with the uh, Marvel legends stuff. Like the, they have the $30 price point on some of the Marvel legends things for bigger monsters that used to be build a figures like monster mm-hmm. venom. And they, they package it because it's supposed to be so thick. They package it where his back is a separate piece and it's just like hidden in the packaging. Hmm. Um, and they did the same thing with a couple other figures. So I wonder if that's what they're going to do for um, the pudgy pig thing. Like, and just because I was like, well, he wouldn't fit in that packaging. Like he's going to be too wide, but they could easily just gu- have it as two pieces. And you just like snap it together. Yeah. My guess is we're definitely getting a pudgy pig. I'm assuming we'll get like the bait, like I guy, the night, you know, um, mm-hmm. Some of those uh, anybody that was on the VHS cover. That's that's really what I'm thinking is that's the line they're going for first is that anything that was kind of in that recognizable like paired off because remember they each basically like Sphinx is for Jason, you know, went with Jason. I guess that's why pumpkin rappers more the curveball because that Mm -hmm. wasn't really one of those original like core shown all the time but um i think we'll get a robo goat and we'll probably get that gorilla from zet like it'll be like whatever was in the um uh the tv guide spread that came out when we were like little kids like (laughs) it'll be that those monsters that you saw a lot you know um but uh so after this they for some reason gave us pumpkin rappers top five raps which was weird uh they they talked about uh comic book news a little bit and that was just that um we're getting the two new series of comics which is mighty morphin and then the other series being power rangers mighty morphin follows the omega rangers right and then right yes and then power rangers follows the original team i they basically were saying that they're they're you're going to get a legacy collection that continues the numbering of the original series. So uh, for 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 it. So that's that's interesting to me. I am not caught up on the comics. I have to get caught up to see what is going on with the Omega Rangers and all that sort of stuff. I can't wait to to do that. Um, but we didn't really weren't learn too much that we didn't already know about the comics. Right. Um, and then they they went into uh, the the movie right into into the big news which which came out this week that is Jonathan I always I end whistle end whistle I I never know how to say his name it's like a it literally looks like end whistle nice. um but he is the uh, creator of the Netflix original series the end of the effing world and I am not okay with this and so he is basically the person that is now going to creatively guide what they referred to as uh well he's directing the new movie he's not writing it but he is directing it um and he is working to create like an integrated universe including shows movie and then animation um but it was also referred to as he is basically the shepherd of the non-kid projects is what they said non-kid projects so that 
that leads me to believe I think it'll get like uh, I don't it's not going to be like I don't think rated R or super dark. I mean, the animated stuff, I'm sure will will probably be like legacy, the the um, shattered grid, maybe I'm that's all I can assume. But um, my guess is it's getting like the Transformers treatment, like how the Shia LaBeouf Transformers movies were kind of like, yeah, these any you could take your kid to it. But really, it's aimed at like, you know, 16 and above and really like adults you know young adults really chewing it because for me young adults isn't like 17 18 young adults is like early 20s so you're um, gonna get gold RPing on someone from his oil canister oh god i can only let's just keep michael bay away from it and that's fine um uh no but i forgot who he said was uh because they had just this week hired a writer as well um was it um sorry i'm just looking it up it says on imdb it's brian uh brian edward hall but or excuse me brian edward hill but i don't remember i don't remember if that was him or not i'm sorry yeah it is him because they said he worked on titans and and i'm just looking at that now is it titans oh and he wrote an episode of ash versus the evil dead he was a staff writer um that makes me pretty happy um but uh yeah and that um the fact that they literally said during this non-kid projects made me pretty yeah. excited because I, I i'm not saying eliminate the t- the tv show deserves its place kids deserve to still have the version of power rangers but i do think it is a series now that has been around for you know we're we're bo- bordering on 30 i don't know what just happened my if i sounded weird my like phone activated um i think it it mistook a word i said but um we no we are um it is the, it is a franchise that uh, has potential i think in an adult sector that has not been explored seriously yet and i think mm-hmm. that they're finally kind of being like okay well let's do it we i think they know that basically all these all of this money that they are making from the lightning collection like a lot of that i would guarantee is from older fans yeah probably and it, yeah if not probably it's it is but you have to also look at the output of product that Hasbro has made for Power Rangers since the time that it's been making Power Rangers stuff. And I would argue it's more stuff for adults that for the collector side of it than it is for the kids. I mean, mm-hmm. maybe it's because our eyes aren't on the kids stuff as much anymore because, you know, you still get the figures and the villains and the Zords and the role play stuff like that. But right. um, it seems like the bread and butter is the lightning stuff, though. Or yeah, lightning. I would Sorry. think so. I mean, you and I followed some of the more basic lines for Beast Morphers, um, mm-hmm. just because we were interested in that series and the the newer basic line figures were better than anything we had gotten from Bandai for a very long time. Uh, so it was nice to have these little like five inch figures that were pretty well detailed and stuff, and be very inexpensive. So even the output there was was much nicer. Um, but I think you're right. The like collectors lines is where they're, they're probably putting a lot more of their focus. That's just, and that's just my guess. I know it seems like it's been, been kind of slow in that realm, but you know, ever since like, um, the pandemic hit, it seems like they really ramped into that. They like Mm -hmm. sped up because I mean, the amount of figures we've gotten this year compared to like when it started. So they were like, okay, we've got it. You know, we're, we, and it seems like they're kind of digging a little deeper and knowing that, okay, it's the deep cuts. And these are the people that are going to spend the money, you know? And so, and that's good. I mean, that's it, it, it also, 
it makes me happy that there seems to be people on these teams that are clearly passionate about the product beyond it just being their job and mm-hmm. to say to the public we're passionate like you can tell when somebody is just rolling like crap off like a list that was said to say these things but um like that guy paul was saying stuff that i was like you know this is like he kind of mentions things every now and then where I'm like, I don't feel, I feel like you might actually know. I don't think that you're just like reading a sheet right now, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so we moved on after the movie because the movie was only addressed briefly, but it was nice that they still keeping it front row and center being like, Hey, we're talking about the movie. We know you're fans of the movie and we want to get this movie going. Um, and then they uh, moved into Dino Fury where we got to see the same trailer we've already seen, no new footage or anything like that. And then they brought in uh, John, who is the design lead for for Power Rangers at Hasbro, and Jordan, who is a product designer. And um, the first thing that they kind of brought up is, um, I mean, they mentioned the Zords and the Zord Link system, but they were, I feel like they were getting ahead of ourselves the, themselves because then they brought out the, uh, we got to see the basic figure line, right? Yeah. For, for Dino Fury. We saw the red, blue, and pink figures. Mm-hmm. And then we even saw packaging for that too, which yeah, I was I was surprised. Um, no, I, packaging I, looks real nice. I was gonna say I was really impressed with the packaging. Like I I did enjoy the Beast Morphers packaging, but the Dino Fury one definitely has its like own look to it. And I was like, ooh, that's a like like a nice little uh, nice little image they've got on there and everything like that. And um, yeah, they 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 showed us one of the villains too that was called like Boom Tower, I think. So they were like, we've got these villains. I, I think he's actually a general. I don't even think he's like a monster of the week. But right. um, they basically were talking how they they took the Sentai footage and how they reinterpret that as a toy. So mm-hmm. some of the toys are going to have weapons and stuff that um, that that you didn't see on the show you know but they wanted to give it make it a little bit more and be like okay well like the triceratops has these like size and and the the pink ranger has this like launcher and and so but but i do have to say like the figures when he held them up i was like those are nice figures well so these are six inch um basic line right so it's they're probably gonna be a little bit more scaled up from the beast morphers line which i think were like five and point yeah you're you're right. I, I didn't even realize that. He said it was six inches. So they're, are they the same size as the legacy figures or the lightning figures? Mm, no. So, well, they might be, but I don't think they're in the same scale because like the, the actual like dimensions of the figure are probably going to be slightly off. I think these are going to be, you know, that three pack that was coming out with the yes, and yeah. and the dinosaur so one. I think, I think that is the scale these are in. Yeah. Um, which is like that $25 pack. Um, so these are just a little bit bigger. Um, still seem decent, like in terms of like the actual detail and stuff like that. But if we're talking still like that $10 price point, it'll be really nice to be able to get some decent uh, basic figures at that price. Because they also, it looks like they came with a ton of stuff. Like it, not just the weapons, but they also have those extra little... What, well, what we need to talk about those. They're called the power keys. So power, um, they have like multiple like power coins, right? Right. So um, the first thing that they talked about is the fact that they had uh, like heads sculpted into each of these and they were going to have them come with the villains as well, not just the Rangers. Yeah, I thought that was cool. And you can plug them into the actual Zord. So this is part of that like Zord, um, not Zord build the link system, right? So you have your Zord with 
a different head sculpt based on either one of these like different colored Power Rangers or one of the monsters. Um, and they're they're all unique at that point. So that was really um, I I I actually just this week got the Japanese version of the toy, the Kyo I I don't remember. I can't I don't have it written in front of me. Um, because I'm going to try and dress like the blue one. Like I got my suit and I was like, well, I need to get the morpher. And so I'm going to pull this key out. I was going to say, I don't know how to shut it off. So, cause this one doesn't have an on off button. Sorry, sorry if you hear the noise. Yeah. Um, but I, I wanted to look at the key because the, the, the interesting thing about the one I'm holding in my hand, it, it doesn't really, I guess it does when you fold it down. I was going to say, I was like, I didn't really think anything of the key. Like it, it just, it's the basically the backside when the key is folded in half, the backside of the key for the Japanese one is like the dinosaur's head essentially. Mm. Um, and then when it's flipped up, it is, uh, it's like the, the ranger, like as like kind of like a knight on the front. And, um, that's kind of the weird part to me is that this one that I'm holding, the the one that we saw today, the front where you see the ranger is a holographic sticker. Mm-hmm. Like it's flat. Okay. Um, the one I'm holding is not flat. It is or it is uh, sculpted. Like it is like a little tiny action figure that doesn't move. Um, but it's three dimensional and everything. And I, I, I think that's a little. I I don't know. I was like, that's the cheap part of this for me. Do you think um, they sacrificed that so they could have the other feature? Well, here's the thing. I think that it is. Ken, I'm sending you the the picture of the key just so you can see what I'm, I'm talking about. Because I don't have it with me. Well, I will. Can I send a photo in this chat to you? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna send it in this chat for you. Um, so I um. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, I well, I don't know because my guess is the morpher itself. When you buy the morpher, like the beast morphers with the the keys that they had, it's going to come with the key. Um, so it's it's going to have like I don't know if those the the ones that had the holographic sticker are just like the bonus keys. You know what I mean? Like they're just the like the Zord keys or like oh that came with that Ranger key. Like I don't know if the main key that you get is going to have the holographic sticker like that. I can't imagine on the show it's the holographic sticker either. I'm sorry. That okay. that's the only that's my biggest uh, yeah. complaint about it. So these are even more detailed than. Did the you did you see a photo? I googled yeah. Uh, then okay. the ranger keys from, like, uh, yeah, yeah, from the uh, super mega force. These look like uh, they almost look like Happy Meal toys. Like they would be the full toy that you would get. So like they have that flip up feature. It's a dinosaur thing, and then these are cool. Uh, too bad we're not getting those. Uh, well, I, yeah, that's what I don't know because they didn't really show like, oh, the morpher comes with this key or whatever. And so that's the weird, that's the weird part. So I, that's, I'm sure some part where like, if you don't know better, you're like, oh, whatever. Um, cause the, but, but that I don't believe any of the, um, I don't know if the toys, the Japanese toys have that head sculpt system. I don't think they do. So that's kind of an interesting, like they added a nice little extra thing to, and I think like having it integrate with the Zords is really clever because then, then we got to see the prototype, like the, the design, I guess 
uh, of the of the Zords, like you said, like we saw the. Um, uh, hold on. The backside is compatible with the Morpher. Yes, they have holographic stickers. I said they did a demo of the Morpher, which uh, makes the punching, the punch, like the motion effects. And then when the keys are inside of it, it makes like dinosaur effects. It'll make all these different effects and like different powers that they could have. Um, Each key has a different power associated with it. And then each key has its own like little music interlude as well. Um, Oh, they didn't show the Megazord till the end. That's why I can't find the notes on it. Um, Uh. So I, I, I'll skip over this one part and just so yeah. So they showed the Dino Fury Megazord. They talked about the Zord Link system. They we got a we got a look at the T Rex Champion Zord, which they said was built with hip joints, ankle rocker joints, and so that you could pose out the character and link it with the other Zords to make all nine of the formations that'll be seen on the show. And then the head key is compatible to the Morphers. And there's like apparently an articulation point with like a ball joint on the key, I think, so that the head can still move a little bit. Um, but they were, they're, they're touting these as the most detailed Megazords that we've seen before. Yeah, they were so. saying like they made their designers go in with like tiny exacto blades to add even more detail for some of these things, and which, I, which is cool. I was telling you, I was like, this seems very much like they're taking a lot of their knowledge from the Transformers side of things. Um, whether it's like the contemporary Transformers toys or, or, or whatnot, um, and kind of incorporating that, which I think is a really good idea for the Megazords. Uh, just to be able to like have the posability, like the posability mm-hmm. of the newer Transformers are are incredible. Like any of the stuff from the new War for Cybertron things from the Netflix show is fantastic, and they look like the actual characters. It's not just a bunch of like kibble and like a giant robot form that doesn't move. Like you can actually have this decent posability and set up like actual nice picture shots. Uh, so this will be kind of the first time that we'll have that sort of thing with a Megazord which is really neat um, because I think like the kind of really neat toy photography you could get away with, with these is going to be very interesting. I'm I'm curious to see what people do with them. Well, they showed us all the the other four Zords as well. We didn't learn the names of them all, but we did learn that the, there's one called the Stego blade Zord and then the green tiger claw Zord, which was cool. So I was like, "Eh, tell us the other two names. Um, but uh, we did see another line of toys, which was interesting, too, because we, so we had the basic line. We saw the Zords. Uh, we saw the Morpher. And then they showed us these uh, what are called battle attackers. And they're apparently based on uh, like the Japanese vinyl toys. And we got to see Red Ranger, who comes with a character named Doom Snake. And I was like, are all these characters going to have Doom in the title? Because that's two Dooms in a row. But then Blue Ranger had a character called Shockhorn. Um, but what's interesting is I like from the first image we saw, I was like, oh, they're a little smaller. They're pretty big, actually. Yeah, they're bulkier. Um, well, because they said like they're they're based on like the vinyl figures from Japan. And I think in an earlier episode, um, we had talked about some of the figures that exist in Japan for for this sh- for the Super Sentai that we never get. Um, and I had brought up the idea of like, well, do they make monsters for that stuff? And they didn't really. So the this is like they're leading into the aesthetic of the what they call a safubi i think is I, mm-hmm. but um yeah i think that's what he said with a uh, ultraman stuff i know you can get a lot of monsters in their vinyl line um so to be able to have them lean into that kind of design aesthetic and to be able to produce like it, what seems like they're going to produce a lot of monsters for this given series is crazy considering how many 
villain characters we normally get for a current TV show line, which is next to none. Yeah. So it's, it's really cool. I, I I was going to say, I really like um, what I like about these figures too, is that they offer a different aesthetic. So it's not just like, you know, in years past, a lot of time you get your basic figures and then you usually have a figure that's got like battleizer related things on it or something like that. Or it's, you know, like maybe there'll be one that's a little more articulated, but these ones were like, they, they have that, like we said, that different, a different look to them. Um, so like it kind of even makes it more fun. So you're not just like, oh, now I just have these two Red Ranger figures because this one came with the monster. It's like, you know, one of them had the they all have like the push button action on it. So like the blue one can like flip his leg around and, and, and you know, do like a, a kick or whatever. And mm-hmm. I thought it was really I thought that was really cool because I was like, all right, well, these look like they're the kind that you're going to play with somebody else with. Like, you know, if you're a kid playing with somebody else. And, but then at the same time, they also have a really cool like just stylized look to them. Right. It's, I don't know. I, I don't want to get a million toys, but it looked, it looked well, cool. It's, it's just, just so strange. Cause you and I tend to not buy a ton of the, the basic line stuff or the stuff that is, is geared towards the kids with the current lines, but there's a lot of stuff that I'm really interested in with them. Yeah. And I really love the aesthetic of this series especially in comparison, like I liked Beast Morphers as a series, but I did not like the aesthetic of the suits. So the Dino Fury stuff all looks really interesting, like the angles and kind of like the color placement, all that stuff. Like that's just something that strikes me as interesting visually. So I want all of this stuff. Yeah. Um, it, it's definitely, it was cool because it's like, oh, there's a lot of fun stuff to look forward to. I, they had said, they had literally said they were going to talk about a sword and they didn't. <laughs> I just realized that they like they said, oh, fun stuff. And they said, you have more for you have a sword. And nobody said anything about the sword, though. Hmm. L- l- that's so funny. I'm just realizing that now. So I don't know. Maybe they didn't actually have it. And somebody just brought it up because I was thinking when they said that specifically, I was like, oh, are they going to say they're going to do because in Japan they did like uh, they call it like the artisan line or whatever I think is what it's called. But. Um, they made uh, Dino Fury like the technique, you know, quote unquote, like a full length, like a adult version of this toy, a collector's version. It's mm-hmm. like 250 American dollars, though. And I was like, no. Um, but yeah, so I was like, oh, I wonder if they're already leaning into that. But uh, or that I, I was I thought we were going to get a legacy figure or lightning figure. I keep doing that. It's so annoying. Um, the lightning figure for the dino fury ranger because he's got the art was like the was the thumbnail for the video but i i realized they probably hadn't even had time to scan his head into a computer mm-hmm. or anything like that yet to be like okay now we can make your look alike but also like you probably have to get a little bit into filming for that too to make sure that something doesn't happen and they have to replace him or something so um but we did get we closed out with a cast reveal. So now we know the black and green Dino Fury Rangers. We got to meet Chance Perez playing Javier Garcia, which is the black Ranger and Tissa Rowe playing Izzy, who is the green female green Ranger, the first ever female green Ranger and a New Zealander. Um, that was, a, that wasn't me trying to do an accent. I just yeah, said no, the word was, funny. Um, nowhere close. No, God, no, it was terrible. Um, no, so, uh, and that was the big thing. People were saying, oh, I bet it's going to be, uh, I, I'm, sh- they thought, thought it was going to be a female again, which is, which is, uh, I, I mean, I think it's cool. I have no issue with it. Um, 
they haven't done this in a long time, though. They haven't had uh, the person, the actor, not matching the like. They've not. They haven't had a female portraying a male suit actor in a long time. Right. I don't know if it's since Wild Force or if, if it was something. If there was something else in a Disney era, because I know the Yellow Ranger. I think in Wild Force was a was a man in the the Japanese version. Maybe I could be wrong, but pretty sure. I don't recall. Lost Galaxy definitely they did that, and all you know. So it's been it has been a while, um, but it's worked fine. So it's like whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's this is the first. I wasn't super stoked about Beast Morphers when it was coming out until I started actually watching it. This one, I'm I'm very optimistic about the actual show, so I'm excited to watch it. Yeah, I'm I'm really hoping we kind of get details on the plot soon because it's still super vague on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they the they did say that if you were to tune into their social media and stuff like that, that because they were going to start having uh, behind the scenes. Um, stuff coming out for it. So I think that's going to be how they like promote it. So it seems like this might be the first show like Beast Morphers didn't really get any promotion until right before it started. Um, You know, we like knew it was getting made. The cast had been announced and then it was like radio silence till the week before. And so it's nice to, to see that they're kind of correcting that with this situation. But Beast Morphers, I, I think like the first season has Saban's name on it and the second season doesn't. So it was a, it was a transition season. So, um, Maybe that's maybe that was part of it too, that they just didn't have the the like in, internal structure in place yet to promote such a thing. But I I I was actually I thought today was literally just going to be like here's some toys and here are the two Power Rangers. Like just here are these four toys that you already knew were coming, but they're done a lot sooner than we thought they would be. Here you go, and here are two Power Rangers, and we'll call it a day. So I got I got way more out of this than I thought I was going to. Yeah, and I was not anticipating when they were like we're going to talk about toys. I was like okay. Like I was not anticipating enjoying or liking all of it for the most part, like tends to not be the case. So that was exciting, especially because I think they announced this earlier this week that this Friday was going to be the Power Ranger thing Mm -hmm. because you and I had been planning we were going to record something else. And then I like sent you the post. I was like, should we just talk about this? Yeah, it, it was worth it. I'm I'm. Very stuff. Yeah, I have to say that I do enjoy these fan first Friday. This because this. Well, I guess the other thing I watched was the Hasbro PulseCon. Um, mm-hmm. No, and I watched one of these before. I think the fan first one, maybe I don't know. But um, they, like I said earlier, I feel like they have people that are excited about the brand. Like the um, Jordan, the product designer who was showing all the toys. Like he clearly really liked Power Rangers. Like he mm-hmm. he even said like I. Everybody always says, "Oh, I grew up doing this," but he was like clearly somebody where I'm like, "No, this guy watched the show. Like he enjoys the show, and this he's clearly living out like a little fantasy." Yeah. Um, and yeah. then you know it, it was like the other the John guy, which he's I've seen him talk before, and he's definitely a public speaker. But he sometimes I feel like could be a little patronizing about some of the stuff, and I was like, <laughs> sometimes I'm like. We don't want I, I'd rather if you're not the fan, you just not pretend to be the fan. Just talk about it as a product. Don't like I don't sometimes when I'm like, don't force anything. Like, well, I think he he had just come off of the uh, G.I. Joe series or the Transformer series. I don't I think it was the G.I. Joe one. Like he he had just come off of that to go to Power Rangers. Um, So like he was definitely in transition there. 
Um, but when he was, because I think I watched that Hasbro convention thing when they made the announcement that he was moving over to Power Rangers, and he was very excited on the G.I. Joe side to be going to Power Rangers. I think it's probably just the first thing he's done with them. So maybe that's why it was a little strange. Well, I mean, he was he was in the Power Rangers chat during the Hasbro PulseCon in September, because I remember him during that. Hmm. Um talking about this this stuff that was coming but um no the pre-orders are open now if you're looking for any of the two packs of the villains or any of that stuff um that's well just those four things not not any of the other the other stuff yet but um yeah and and, still available as of right now when you listen well that might not be the case well god yeah i don't know if i would say that it might be sold out by the end of the day so I I I'm sure it'll come back if it's sold out. But the like I said, the villains are going for thirty. The two packs are going for forty. So you're just like, oh, I'm not getting that much. But then you're like, okay, well that was one hundred dollars, and all I did was order three things. Like, mm-hmm. um, because me personally, I got the two villains and then the astronoma and the Red Ranger two pack, and didn't do that. It's it's fine. It's coming out. Uh, the the my release date when I pre-ordered said January. So that's uh, we'll see. That's kind of crazy. Um, I think that might not be. So my uh, Zed putty was supposed to be January and that is coming out in a week and a half, apparently. So um, I think it's are definitely going to change. I pre-ordered through target. So mine still says December, the beginning of December. So I, yeah, I I don't know. My, my guess is like, be careful with your Christmas shopping with your holiday shopping, because you're probably going to get a charge in a month earlier than when you think you're going to get it. So just, just be, you know, don't go broke. Um, so, uh, that, yeah, that's it. Do you have anything else to say about today? Uh, no, I think that's, I think we covered pretty much everything. We had a lot to talk about. Yeah. I forgot to say in the beginning of this episode that lately I've been publishing the episodes every other week because I basically got really swamped with work and that might, be the case for the rest of the year i'm not sure um i mean i'll do my best to be more consistent about it we just have to really like sit down and record a bunch of episodes in a row um but uh uh, so i apologize for anybody that has been like oh you're not as you're not weekly anymore but um we'll probably switch back to that or um might have to take I want to plot it out enough so that we won't necessarily have to take like a super big break during the holidays or anything like that. Like we could talk about the Christmas specials, things like that. Um, but uh, yeah, sorry. So I apologize for anybody that was looking for that content. Um, like I always say, we are always open to future topics as well. Anything you want to hear? I think we have to do another like best blue Rangers or top villains or some, well, we already did that, but like, um, another one of those type of episodes in the future. I was thinking I was going through our older episodes and I was like, that was a fun one to do. So that one might be on the horizon at some point. Um, so uh, if you do have any ideas, something you want to hear us talked about, you know, always send us an email uh, podcast rangers at gmail.com. You can of course get in touch with us on the Twitter podcast rangers It's podcast rangers everywhere. So yeah, uh, yeah, and I just want to say thank you everybody for listening. Thank you, Ken, for joining me in this discussion. Hey, thank you. Uh, and uh, that's it. We'll see you next time with another episode of Podcast Rangers. Bye.